In this lesson to remember, I want to revisit the topic of change, but this time focusing on the process of assessing the depth of a change and how easy it is to get that process backwards. like to think that I'm comfortable with change. I've had lots of opportunity to experience it both professionally and personally. I mean, in the 15 years Katie and I have been married, we've moved 13 times uh, and few changes are as annoying as packing and moving. So if, if I can get comfortable with that, I'd hope I'd be comfortable with most changes that I face. But I, I would say I found my threshold this past year, and more importantly, I was struggling with things that felt misaligned after some changes. And at first, I thought it was because of just the sheer amount of change that our organization was facing. But as I looked closer, I realized my struggle went a lot deeper. And thankfully, I was able to rather quickly realize that it's because I had approached the process of assessing the depth of those changes from the wrong direction. I was building the change from the outside in rather than the inside out. That difference in perspective is critical, and this lesson to remember is intended to look at our process of assessing a change and then correctly answer the question, how deep should a change go? episode, we looked at the difference between change and transition. Change being the actual moving of pieces and transition being the emotional and mental detachment from what was and reattachment to what will be. And that decoupling a transition causes can come with every type of change. And in this episode, I want to focus on the different depths of change that an organization can experience and how to determine the right depth for each change we face. And I tend to think about change happening at one of three levels, a surface level or at the product level, a subsurface level or kind of at the structure level, and then a core level, which is at the values and mission. When we're faced with a change and we begin the process of assessing the impact of that change on our organizations, I think it's critical to understand how easy it is to get that process backwards where we try to assess the depth of a change from the outside layer in rather than the inside out. And anyone who's a fan of Simon Sinek's Golden Circle will see the correlation here. The golden circle has us recognizing the power of our why that lives at our core level, which then builds out to our how at our subsurface level and then flows into our what at the surface level. If we start the process of assessing a change from the outside layer in, we run the risk of spending a lot of really precious energy and resources creating something that could be great, but that also could be you know, at least minimally or at most tragically misaligned with who we are and why we fight to exist. That's a dangerous risk to take. And I think we're often tempted to take that risk because 
honestly, most surface level changes are easier to make. They can take less energy to process. And if we get it right, we could do it quickly and generate some really quick impact. So it becomes easier to justify cutting corners by flipping the process of assessing change to begin and sometimes just end at the surface level. But no one becomes a pro at what they do by cutting corners, right? They, they get there by seeing and committing to the hard stuff that's necessary. And when it comes to our process for evaluating the depth of a change, that hard work includes starting at the core and moving our way out to the surface, not the other way around. Every level of change has its own unique complications and challenges. And the deeper you go, the more significant it becomes because of how it impacts the other layers. At the surface level, your team has to adjust to the new look and feel of a product and how they talk and interact with your customers about it. At the subsurface level, team objectives and responsibilities have to change. That means you have to reassess and requalify all the tasks for each team member and then examine each team member's skill level and their capacity to do it all really well. At the core level, you're potentially adjusting the central purpose for why you exist and why all your effort to exist matters in the world. Change at this level can be monumental. It's also important to recognize that a core level change could be the result of a complete rebuild of your values and mission or it could be more of a subtle reinterpretation of what your values and mission tangibly mean in this moment today. Either one will result in impacting the levels above it in some significant ways. In all the disruption that we've experienced this past year with COVID, my org has gone through changes at both our surface level and subsurface level. At our surface level, the changes to our products have included things like limitations to our available sites or our product selections, qualifying safety agreements and policies for our church partners, and, and then adjustments to what service opportunities can look like that protect the most vulnerable members of our communities. At our subsurface level, our team structures and responsibilities have shifted. We've added all of those layers on figuring COVID safety policies and procedures. We've realigned site planning processes in a way that can still be effective with limited travel. And in some cases, we've had to dismantle and reimagine entire teams. As a leadership team, we did start to explore conversations about possible changes at our core level. And those would have shifted our values and our mission. And as the impact of COVID kind of continues to settle over the next you know, 12 to 24 months, uh, there might be core level changes that still occur. But at the moment, the changes we've enacted are living just above our core. But with all of these changes, I found that the ones we got right all began with the process of examining how that change aligns with our core first. By starting with assessing it alongside our values and mission, that process gave us our North Star as we mapped out the impact at each level of our org. And the changes we got right at the product level then, they all seemed to have their first checkpoint at our core level. Every change we got right within our structure or subsurface level were ones we could confirm as the best iteration to help us continue to live out our mission and values. So for the changes we've assessed and rolled out correctly, the core has been the thing we've gone back to over and over, restacking our hands on it 
agreeing that it's the reason why our existence matters in the world and then working outward into the other levels where the change eventually takes place. We gauged the depth of change from the inside out. And that's the key lesson for me right now. When you're facing the possibility of a change, the way you determine the depth of the change is by measuring it against your core first. And only after you confirm that, yes, it aligns with your values and mission, do you then explore the impact at the subsurface or surface levels. If you do that work from the inside out, it will keep your North Star, but it also gives you the freedom to consistently re-examine your purpose for existence. A core level change can be monumental for sure, but just because it's difficult doesn't mean it's not the right decision. And as leaders of organizations, we need the freedom to be able to make that call when it's time for us to do so. But the best way to have that freedom and accept the responsibility of it is to make sure we use a process of assessing the depth of a change starting from the inside out. It starts at our core and moves its way outward. If you're like me and you've hit your threshold of change for this year, and maybe you're struggling with feeling a misalignment that you can't quite pinpoint, examine your process for evaluating the depth of a change. Is it from the outside in or the inside out? And maybe you've made some changes, but you, your team, or your customers are struggling really to catch the vision. Here are some identifiers to help you see if you've gotten the process backwards. For changes at the surface level, is a product change not resonating with your customer base and do they just not get it or pay attention to it? They may not see the connection to your core and may not understand why it matters. For changes at the subsurface level, is your team struggling to embrace a new system or a shift in responsibilities? It might be due to a misalignment of what they understand their new purpose in the organization to be, or honestly, how it ultimately fulfills the mission and values that they believed in in the first place. For changes at the core level, are you unable to make the shift that you feel is so critical for the future of your organization? Maybe it's because you're afraid of the impact that change will have on the other layers of your org. And core changes are hard and extremely complicated, but if you are in a position of leadership, you have the responsibility to lead in every way and at every depth according to your vision. Use a process that empowers you to do that. Don't shortcut it. Stick to the hard work and make your changes from the inside out. That lesson came out of more times when I got it wrong than when I got it right, for sure. So I want to carve it into my memory for the future. My name is Jacob, and I can't say enough how grateful I am that you found this little experiment of mine. I'll see you next time.